Hey and hello, video game fans. Welcome to another episode of the Gamerscape podcast. Here we are, your hosts, Bursty and Fusion Action. X. Woo! Yeah. So uh, here we That's are. That's my name. It's episode five. You know, we've uh, we've come a long way since episode one. Like like four whole episodes. Yeah, like it's it's been literally a little bit over a month. You know, like it's you know times pass and times flying by. We're almost at Christmas here. You know, here we are. It's the fifteenth of December. We're almost at the end of the world here. Yeah, the, the apocalypse is coming, and you're listening it's, to the it's, best. Uh, it's been best nice knowing you. To happen since um, Etherite Radio, Pet Food Alpha, I, I guess. What did we? What I didn't even hear that. I was too busy thinking about the end of the world. Yeah, I think you're too worried about that. You know, apocalypse that's looming. It's all gonna be. It's gonna happen like that Nicolas Cage movie. You, uh, where the aliens come and take the children and a bunny rabbit. That was a Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah. What was, was, what was the number no, way no. this could go down? I mean, we could do it Independence Day style. We could do it the same way that if you, I kind of want to take, I want to take like little bits and pieces of like all the apocalyptic stuff. I want to punch an alien in the face and say, "Welcome to Earth." That's that's on my list. It's on I want to I want to decapitate a zombie. Okay. Okay. Um, there's got to be a. Be you know how you know the apocalypse is coming? And I and I and I don't want it to be like Water World. <laughs> want to know how you know the apocalypse is coming? How? Okay. It's here. It is in a nutshell. I'm in Canada right now, as some of you know. If you're a longtime listener of the the Gamerscape podcast, all five episodes, you would know, of course, that I am from Canada. You know, it's 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 something that gets you know. You're Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, land of the north, you know, you know, we come from a land where there's supposed to be lots of snow and things like this. Well, guess what? We were forecasted to get like 15 centimeters of snow. That's like more than a foot of snow, almost two a feet. centimeter. We were supposed to get like two feet of snow. And guess how much snow we have right now? None. Uh, we have no snow. It's raining. Clearly, that's global warming, right? That's that. You know what? It's if it means no snow, I'm cool with that. Pre- <laughs> I'm, down, I'm down with the global warming. If we don't have to deal with snow, it's pre. That sounds terrible. There's gonna be like some environmentalist listening to the show, like, <gasps> like, sir, sir, you are totally incorrect, sir. Have you not seen the Al Gore documentary? You need to. I haven't actually, but uh, I've seen South Park and uh, Man Bear Pig. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Have you? Uh, did you see the Futurama episode for the apocalypse the other day? No. Comedy Network had the uh, had the newer episode. Well, because they have like you know the revamp. Comedy you know. Network. Yeah, we have the Comedy Network in Canada. Is that I guess it's same? It's like the Canadian version of Comedy Central. It's got the same shows. It's just Canadian. I think it's funny that you know like all our stuff, but I have like no idea like what <laughs> that you're talking about. We've got the CRTC. They're like the Galactic Empire of. Of you know, like people who control what's on television in Canada, and they literally say, "Okay, we need to have something that's originally Canadian, but we need to have a little bit of American." And so, what they do is they basically make a Canadian channel that plays pretty much all American content. So, yeah, hence Comedy Central. We have, uh, yeah, I was watching the the new episode of Futurama the other day. It was really good. It was uh, kind of focused on you know what would happen in the apocalypse and. You know, kind of had a little spoof that, you know, Fry sends uh, what's her name, Lila, oh, to uh, to Mars. Everybody tries to escape Earth to go to Mars because the apocalypse was supposed to happen on Earth, but it turns out that what happens is is that the apocalypse is really on Mars. So it was kind of it was kind of a neat little twist. 
my uh, I, I like the uh, the episode of American Dad where uh, the rapture happens. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, Stan, Stan and the wife are like doing it in the closet at the church while this happens so they don't get taken up <laughs> <laughs> and uh and you see the kids get taken up into heaven and uh the guy the, the guy's like wait a minute how do i know this is really heaven and they like show him to like his room and there's like this this it was, it was like a mermaid riding a unicorn like gallops out and the horse and the unicorn starts like crapping cheeseburgers <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow Nice. Nice, man. See, good shows, good times. That's, of course, what the Gamerscape podcast is all about. Wrapping cheeseburgers. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. So we've uh, we've come up with some new things. You know, of course, uh, the last uh, couple weeks, any of you who have been listening, we've been uh, trying to give away free games. Trying to, anyways. We've got, uh, you know, a few games uh, which we've put up on our site a few weeks back. Fusion X put up a post. Uh, we're trying to give them away through Twitter. Uh, but we're also going to try and do some other different things here coming up over the next couple of weeks. So uh, you're going to want to make sure you stay tuned. Uh, of course, not only to the live episodes, those of you who are in our live lounge right now, uh, you know, you're going to have the chance to get a crack at um, Quantum Conundrum. It's funny. We call it a lounge, but it, the people in it, they're like, I am in some like cool, like little fancy couch in a green room. They're like, where's the lazy boys in the free peanuts? This ain't no lounge. This is like this old crappy folding chair I have. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow, um, you know, some of the, the planning we have, uh, you know, we, we're looking ahead, of course, as well. Um, as we know, it is coming up to the end of not only the world, but uh, the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> not only is it the end of the world, it's also the end of the year. Should we uh, happen to have a 2013, you know, we're looking, uh, of course, in the next few weeks to, uh, you know, over the next couple of weeks anyways, we're going to be doing uh, not only the Gamerscape Top 10 Games of 2012, uh, which we're currently, uh, you know, in the midst of working on our list for, uh, you know, next week's discussion. Uh, and then, of course, the week after that, which is the the last episode for the uh, the year 2012, maybe the last episode ever, <laughs> depending on what happens with this apocalypse. Uh, we're going to do, of course, our predictions for what will potentially be the best games for 2013. Our hopes, of course, are that, you know, somewhere down the road, we'll be able to look back at that and say, hey, it's episode 105. And, and guess what? You know, I we, totally called it. <laughs> we were right. First, these games were terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's my next uh, prediction of, you know, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. What are we? 17 and a half. Yeah, Modern Warfare 17 and a half. Number one game for 2013. Guaranteed. So, yeah. Uh, so, of course, that's some of our plans up for the next few weeks to come. Um, but let's uh, let's get kicked off into our gaming news. Um, today, uh, of course, I put up a post on uh, on our website, on the homepage, uh, Sleeping Dogs, uh, which has, of course, been uh, very highly praised throughout the course of this year. Um, I think it's actually even been recognized. But it's going to be on our, our top ten, I'm sure. Not not to give you guys you know too much info, but it's definitely going to be in there. It will. Yeah. Um, it's going to have its uh, first little batch of DLC coming what? out this week. First. Is it the first? I thought it was the first. Second? Third? It's the second story base. All right. Well, second DLC. story base DLC, uh, the Zodiac Tournament, uh, which, of course, is uh, going to allow you to uh, to actually enter into it. You know what? It's going to allow you to enter into the dragon and yeah. 
<laughs> basically, if you you've, you're a fan of old kung fu movies, basically that's what this sort of DLC is based on. Um, you know, you're going to be able to enter a tournament. You're going to fight, you know, a, a multitude of, of people. And when I read through the the explanation of what this was, I, w- I was looking at it, going, "Okay, this just feels like the Karate Kid." I'm not talking about that 2010 thing with Will Smith's kid in it. I'm talking like the 1980s Karate Kid. That wasn't bad. That's what it feels like, man. I didn't hate, I didn't hate that movie. You didn't hate it. I don't know. I just I didn't like, love it. I didn't I didn't hate it. It wasn't right. Like Jackie Chan being like, you know, the master there, like yeah. Don't don't age Jackie Chan. Like in our minds Jackie Chan's got to be the same age forever, which is like at least 110. He's always looked pretty <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, so the Zodiac tournament is going to allow you to, of course, uh, you know, enter a tournament. You're going to fight a multitude of enemies, and then, of course, you'll get to do a lot of one-on-ones. Uh, the nice thing about this is actually it's integrated right into the main storyline of the game. So you can actually do it at any point in the game. But, of course, there's the, uh, the little uh, disclaimers that you should, of course, wait uh, until you're the appropriate level. So uh, look for that coming out. I believe the date was the 18th. So that will put it uh, approximately on Tuesday. Big surprise. That's our launch date. So um, December 18th, you'll check that out. Another uh, video was released from the Final Fantasy XIV Alpha. This time showing off crafting and gathering, which is pretty cool. Uh, you can chain while gathering. Really? That's awesome. Now, that wasn't something that you were able to do in 1.0, eh? No. No. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of 14 news, of course, coming along, uh, you know, down the pipeworks. It seems like – are we getting something every week now about the uh, the, the alpha? They, they're keeping up pretty well with um, what uh, what alpha testers are seeing, I think. As many of you know. It feels, it feels like as more alpha invites go out, um, we get more videos and stuff. So that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Now, is there uh, – like – there's there's pretty much the ability for anybody at this point to apply on the the lodestone, right? If they they, want. I think they they stopped uh, alpha registration. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I uh, I think uh, end of the alpha is supposed to be like end of, end of this month or something like that. So nice. So. Um, of course, uh, we just finished actually recording our last, our latest episode of Pet Food Alpha. Uh, so those of you that are still in the lounge and that, uh, you know, would know most of this we've already talked about. Um, the Final Fantasy XI uh, version update arrived this past week uh, for December. You know, quite a few little notable things in there. You know, things like salvage, things like Nizel Isle updates, things like the Starlight Celebration, and a little bit of secret stuff as well. Kind of like the secrets of... Seekers. I was going to say, only it's definitely not Secrets of Adeline, but, you know, I think there. there. I think we gave up our flow card when it came to uh, the PFA episode. But, uh, yeah, there was a little of actually uh, of, a, of a, I guess, a prequel to the new expansion that's coming out next year. So uh, if you've, uh, of course, hopped on Final Fantasy XI this week and ran the update, uh, you'll definitely see a little bit of a, I guess, a quest line. Is that what you want to call it? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, it's like a small quest line. You know, it's actually introduced some pretty cool stuff. So uh, you'll definitely want to check out our episode of Pet Food Alpha when it gets posted this week. Probably will be posted, I would think, alongside uh, this episode of the GEP. So. Or before, because I'm like super fast. Uh, you say that. I'm going to make you look bad. Oh, is that what this is now? I'll have this Maybe. thing to go by 3 a.m. Um, 
<laughs> Next up on our list there, this was one of the posts that you put up, of course, this week, the uh, the Hitman Trilogy HD. Yeah, so this is coming out um, in January something. I just had it, and then my mouse was like, ha, scrolling. It's the 29th of January. Yeah. Um, so it's available for 40 bucks. Uh, it includes Hitman 2, Salem Assassin, Hitman Contracts, and Hitman Blood Money. Uh, it's going to be up for uh, 360 and PS3, uh, those games in HD. Uh, if you get the premium edition, it comes with uh, with an art book. We actually got a copy of Blood Money a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully, uh, who was it that won that again? Uh, I think it was Eagle 78. Yeah, it was Eagle, but I don't see Eagle tonight. He's not here for more... <laughs> So that's he came, got his free game, and left. Yeah. I see how it is. Yeah. I'll, I'll remember that for the next time. Yeah, next time, no I free need to remember games. something like that. No free games for you. Come back one year, right? See what I did there. Also, uh, this week, this was kind of a surprise. Uh, Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy is now available on iOS. Hmm. So, which uh, explain to me because. I'm unfamiliar. I, I read the post, of course, but it's like it's like Guitar Hero, but with the touch screen and Final Fantasy. Okay, and slight RPG elements. Oh yeah, it was actually really good. Um, with the iOS version, it's free. You get um, two songs, and then you have to buy each song for a dollar, and then uh, you can get additional characters purchased for like two bucks. Um, hmm. So, yeah. That's kind of cool. Hey, um, what pay a, what you want. One of our other news posts, of course, this week. Uh, lots of DLC coming out as as the holiday season sort of arrives. You know, a lot of those summer hits and uh, early uh, early fall hits there, of course, now starting to see a lot of their first batch of DLC. So uh, the one post I put up this week was with Assassin's Creed. Uh, Assassin's Creed 3 is re- uh, receiving its first uh, download downloadable content in uh, a storyline that's called Tyranny of King Washington. Uh, what it is is essentially it's a it's a play on history. What if? Yeah. <laughs> if instead of becoming president, George Washington says, hey, I want to be a king. So uh, essentially what it does is, you know, it uh, sort of follows an alternate version of history, uh, takes the uh, the primary character Connor through uh, a series of, you know, activities and events that uh, sort of follow along uh, with uh, the classic sort of, I guess um, you could probably classify it as like sort of the medieval age, you know, where, where kings were, were t- tyrants and, you know, constantly sort of running their own dictatorships and, and that kind of thing. So it's kind of a neat sort of spin. I'm kind of intrigued by it. I'd like to kind of try it out. So I don't know. It depends how much. <laughs> Will it? And it's like it's in parts. I think too. So you have to buy like each part. It sounds like it's uh, it's supposed to come in three parts. But the uh, the first part, um, I believe, is coming uh, this week around Christmas too. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I want to put any more money into Assassin's Creed Three than I have to. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of I think gotten a little tired of it. <laughs> Where is Charles Lee? Where's Charles Lee? I want to kill this man. <laughs> hey, Charlie, this guy's looking for you. Yeah. Says something about he wants to kill you. Character development. Character development. So key in games, really. Eh? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like, you know, it's kind of same as you. Yeah, they did kind of rush his development. It was over time and stuff. So I get it. I get it. Uh, that kind of brings us up to uh, our next sort of, you know, segment. In the episode, featured games, 
start Fusion X. This yes, so um, I got a Vita a couple weeks back uh, for Black Friday. Um, and now that PlayStation Plus is available on the Vita, I've been playing uh, some Gravity Rush, which is uh, it's pretty fun. You uh, you basically you're this this woman who can't remember who she is, which you know how many how many games have done that, right? Yeah. Um, but you have the power to basically it's kind of like flying in a sense. Um, like there's time limits, but you can walk on whatever surfaces you want. Okay. So you can like fly up in the air and then you can like land on like the wall and then you know the camera changes so it looks like you're just running on it and stuff and it's uh it's pretty crazy but it's uh it's really fun the music is really cool so just kind I'm of digging it so if uh, anyone has a Vita out there I would I would uh, definitely check it out we were talking before the episode of course uh you know it's we were recording our our episode of Pet Food Alpha and uh you know I, I was going through this and I was going, geez, you know, it was kind of weird because this is the first time where, you know, I find myself playing 11 again this week. <laughs> I, I normally am playing, you know, like, you know, a little bit of 360 games, you know, some PS3 stuff, you know, last couple of weeks I've been playing my Wii U, of course, too, you know, a little bit of Mario and stuff like that. But uh, no, this week I, I was actually just pretty much back into 11. Like it was a little bit intriguing. I have to say, if you want to hear more, you know, it's a little bit like this is, this is how we plug the company here, right? We we're company men, fusionized, so we're we're plugging Pet <laughs> Alpha here. You know, if you've uh, you know been a long time listener of that, you know, you're gonna want to tune into that episode. We're gonna talk lots about Final Fantasy XI stuff, but that's why we're saving it for that show and not this one. So we won't we won't dabble back and forth. Right. Um. So uh, unfortunately, I don't have any featured games because I I I talked about much wow. in eleven. You know, I, I suppose I could talk a little bit more about uh, this game I, I grabbed on uh, on my iPhone this week. I I've been sort of dabbling through some different. Uh, iPhones. Was it was it Final Fantasy Airship Brigade? No, although I was tempted. No, tempted. don't 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 waste your time. It's terrible. Games like that remind me of why I hate mobile games. Okay, have you ever played? Um, about ten years ago, oh boy. there was this PC game called Ski Simulator. I can't can't say that I ever played Ski Simulator. Okay, there's an iPhone app that came out that reminds me of that particular game. It's called Ski Safari. And um it came out probably oh jeez, when did it come out? Probably in the in the winter time this year, probably around March or something like that. Somewhere around there. Anyways, they uh they just recently came out with their Christmas expansion for it. Because you know how they they always you know, when you get any of those games like Angry Birds or anything like that, they always come up with like a Christmas version. Mm-hmm. So they came up with a Christmas update. And this game is so addicting. It just pulls you right back in. You know, you get a few months off, you know, you, you get bored of it. You stop playing it for a bit and then they give you an update and you're right back into it. So that's mm-hmm. the only other game other than 11 that I've been kind of dabbling with this week. It's just some iOS stuff. So yeah, some vids on the iPhone it feels kind of shameful. You know what I mean? <laughs> To say you, you know, it, some some games on like some mobile games can be good, but it's there's I think for more so from like like the hardcore gamer crowd, I think there's this kind of like stigma that like wow mobile games like suck, yeah, and in many cases I've found that that is true, and so I just you know everyone's like hey you check out this like this Facebook game or this this mobile game I'm like nope don't care. I was actually excited. The Final Fantasy Airship Brigade launched this week. Uh, it's yesterday, 
and it's just uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's so boring. It's not even a, I wouldn't even call it a game. Oh yeah. You just, you just tap on the screen and it kind of plays itself. See, I I find that there was like like back when like the iOS stuff was first coming out, I found so many games were like that when they were on the iOS before, but a lot of them now are like really a lot more than just like tap the screen, tap the screen, tap the screen, tap the screen. You know, like they have the little joysticks now in the corners that like mm-hmm. you kind of, you know, pretend like you're, uh, you know, actually playing on a console now, which is or like even some of the like Nintendo titles that have come out and stuff like that, too. So I don't know. I Some stuff's good. Some stuff's bad. Androids and, and iPhones, I'm pretty sure at this point, pretty much have a lot of the same stuff. I don't think there's a lot of exclusives. Well, the problem with that, though, too, is that when I mean, looking at like Square Enix, for example, um, when companies develop for mobile, they do iOS first because the market's bigger and they're likely to sell more for, for iOS. And then they go to Android. Um, and, and then maybe if they, they really want to, they go to Windows Mobile. But, um, yeah. you know, so a lot of stuff, if it is going to be on both platforms, it's always on iOS first, usually. There was a few uh, guys I work with that were actually literally, like, at each other's necks about this this week. They were they're actually saying that, you know, it's actually at a point now where it seems like Android actually has a bigger share of the market than iPhone. It doesn't. You don't think so? No, it doesn't. I saw. I actually saw data on that. It. it no. I was trying to find data that. Not at I was all. pretty sure iPhone's got to be like forty to fifty percent of the market. No, iPhone has majority. Really? Yeah. So from what I saw, I forget. I forget where I saw it, but. Yeah, because I just figure you know there's only one iPhone, right? Whereas there's you know a million different versions of an Android phone, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Those Samsung Note twos look pretty intriguing. I want to wait for like a Galaxy S4. Yeah. Something a little bit more groundbreaking, you know. iPhone 5, when it came out, I was looking at it and I'm just like, that doesn't really seem like it's that much better. Mm-hmm. But anybody who loves Apple would be like, no, it is. It is. It's got one more like finger. It's length. got Apple Maps. It's got a finger length longer on the screen. Your thumb goes from a corner to another. Best, you have to buy Apple stuff. It has the little logo on the back. (laughs) Anyways, um, you know, that kind of takes us into entertainment. We're going to actually go back and talk about something we talked a little bit about last week, kind of like the pre-last week. This week, actually, uh, Fusion X, you went and saw The Hobbit. Not only did I see The Hobbit, I saw it in HFR 3D which is uh, the high frame rate, 48 frames per second. Yeah. It was different. Different. That's the only word you can come up with? It's it's really hard to explain. Like, it's, you know, it's it's twice the frame frames as, as you know, normal movies are. So it's, uh, you know, it, it just has the, it's this different kind of flow to it. Um, is it the same sort of effect as as like because I remember when we were when I when I worked at a, a retail store you know they sold TVs and I remember when a, 120 hertz came out and they used to put the TVs side by side to 60 hertz TVs is it that kind of same comparison like where it shows you just like a little bit more like fluency in the imagery or it's it just it feels weird. like some of some of the scenes actually felt like they were like sped up really. Yeah, like you're watching, it's like, wow, that that camera's going pretty fast for like, for a scenery shot. Like, does it make you feel down. Like motion sick or no, no, no? But it's just like you're watching, and you're just kind of like, 
Like, okay, that that seems a little, little fast, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but I'm not I'm not blown away by it. Now, have you read that? Have you read the book? Uh, a long time ago. Yeah. See, we do that book as a as a novel study with our kids in grade eight. Mm-hmm. So, I know a lot of our kids are excited because the teacher I think is going to take them. One of the other teachers is going to take them to go see the movie. So, nice. yeah, I was I was that guy when Hunger Games came out. I was like, yeah, we read the book and now we're going to see Hunger Games. <laughs> there we go. Watch the movie, kids. Enjoy. <laughs> Some of them are like, did we have to read the book? I just want to watch the movie. <laughs> nice. Um, so I have been watching this show for a long time. Um, I asked you earlier if you said you've been watching and and you actually said you haven't been and and I'm surprised because I have to say this show is is probably one of the more intriguing shows that I've ever seen on I I saw the pilot and then I saw that movie Gamer okay and that kind of ruined my image of the guy <laughs> okay I could I could see that um of course if you uh you have a subscription to Netflix you can actually see the majority of the seasons from this show on Netflix of course if you have a subscription to Netflix you should probably be watching Breaking Bad yeah um, you know, there's there's so many good shows, and that's the thing is, uh, you know, I was kind of disappointed a few weeks ago when The Walking Dead had their last episode. However, you know, I was a little bit more, I guess, relaxed in the fact that I could still watch Dexter on Sundays. There you go. There's the show right there. And I asked you earlier, of course, if you watch a fusion, you said you haven't. So I, I don't want to spoil too many things. Of course, but all I want to say to those people out there that are watching Dexter is, wow, what is going to happen on this final episode on Sunday? I mean, who is Cartman's mom? <laughs> you just have to, you know what, to, to see this season, I mean, you know, the character that you, you've gotten to know throughout the entire season, you know, and, you know, maybe some listeners out there don't know Dexter. It's, you know, it's, it's a show essentially about uh, somebody who works in, in a lab. Um, the dude that wraps people in plastic and then cuts them into tiny bits. Well, before all that, man, before all that, he he works in a lab in uh, in Miami, uh, of course, uh, for Metro Homicide Unit. And he, uh, you know, he actually uh, he, he's responsible primarily for doing like blood slides and stuff like that. But uh, what he actually does through his position is he actually goes and, you know, he's actually a serial killer. And the first time I heard about this show, I remember saying to myself, like, what, what? Like, how could this show be good? Like, it just doesn't seem like it has, like, you know, like the type A kind of actors that would make it interesting. And, uh, you know, I watched season one and I was like, okay, this is this is good. Then I watched season two and I'm like, this show is amazing. So if you haven't seen Dexter, you definitely need to go out and get on Netflix or, you know, if you do that, I'm from Canada, so I can download stuff all the time. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to rub it in to those wow. out there that are American, but um, yeah, we I'm don't come up there and run a cable. If you want to run a cable to download stuff, Canada's the place to do it. Um, so, I mean, you, you want to download these episodes. You want to get a, you want to get a hold of this show and take a look at it because, of course, Dexter is probably you know outside of walking dead and outside of you know shows like breaking bad cuz breaking bad's a good another good one um you definitely want to get caught up in this show this show is phenomenal it's probably one of my uh second second favorite i i would probably say to walking dead so that that i think says a lot and and i actually put walking dead and dexter ahead of uh battlestar galactica which was 
one of my longtime favorites. So, yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching Breaking Bad and Urcher. Oh, Breaking Bad. Okay, is Breaking Bad not like become like such a really like it's it's got become so different the last season? I think I haven't. I'm only on season like two. So you're on season two. Okay, I don't want to spoil nothing. Then no, no, you. It's just like the way that that character has has just mm-hmm. rest in the last few seasons like he's just at a point where there's no turning back anymore it's right awesome. it's awesome yeah you def you definitely want to keep watching that show I, you should probably get caught up before season uh is it season eight starts soon really there's there's only like four or five Buddy. on netflix i think you're right it is it is only i think five or six now that's up there's a break mm-hmm. season right now because AMC yeah. does that, I think, with most of their big shows. Now. A lot, of, a lot of shows, a lot of big networks do their their mid season finales and stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of what's happened with Breaking Bad. Breaking the nice thing though is that Breaking Bad is going to finish pretty much right before Walking Dead starts. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like how AMC is sort of staggering these shows around because it's it definitely keeps you intrigued and always watching on their channel. Um, have you ever watched um, Hell on Wheels? No. Um, they used to pair it up with Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It used to be, I believe, right before, or no, it was actually right after Walking Dead during season two. And uh, this year they actually aired it on its own for season two of Hell on Wheels. Um, they had this like gigantic massacre at the end of the show. Um, and uh, of course, season three has been announced. So that's going to be coming around in the summertime as well. So I'm kind of excited to see sort of where they go with that show. Because it was pretty good too, just from watching the first couple seasons of it. So, excellent characters. Like AMC just knows how to write really good dramas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They they got good writers for that network. That's all I have to say. So yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, season seven, Dexter finale. It's uh, actually tomorrow. So if you're listening to this, it might have been a few days ago. Maybe you can catch that episode online somewhere. So yeah. All right, and it'll uh, take us into. Free games. Contest time. So it's free game time. Of course, this is going to be hitting you on the recorded episode uh, for the Gamer Escape podcast, episode five. Uh, This week's episode, I've got Fusion here with me. Yeah, you do. Yeah, this week I didn't have to do it awkwardly sitting in a room talking to myself. It's fun to talk to yourself sometimes, though. You never know what kind of response you're going to get from yourself. Yeah, well, I mean... Trying to come up with these hashtags on my own, I wasn't really all that creative. I was just like, mm, I love she. There you go. I'm Tweet that for free. So this week we're giving away a free copy of The Last Remnant for the recorded episode. So if you're listening to this right now, uh, you, you want to make sure you're following along with the rules, which are Fusion. You have to be following Gamerscape on Twitter, which is at Gamerscape. And you have to have not won a free game from us before. Yeah, in, in this particular contest. Now, some people might be listening and saying, "You know what? I don't have a Twitter account." But let me tell you, of these like uh, handful of listeners we had on the live version of this, there was actually a few who registered for Twitter and followed me. So I know they're making yeah. Twitter accounts. They want some free games. So uh, everybody should want some free games. They're free games. They're free. Somebody had actually on Guildberg said yesterday, "Aren't all PC games free, anyways?" And I was like, "Well, these ones are." If, if you if you want to go the uh, the illegal route, <laughs> yeah, these are not illegally free. These are just free, 
free. These are legit free. Legit free Steam codes. Of course, uh, we have had some people, uh, you know, that have actually been making their claims, and we've actually got a couple games that weren't claimed yet. So we're going to figure something out at the end of this get miss giveaway to to get rid of those games too, because we just like giving away free stuff. It's true. More listeners equals more free stuff. So uh, let's get right into it then. Uh, we're going to be giving away a copy of The Last Remnant. Uh, Which is so much better than the Xbox 360 version. Yeah. So much better. I found, it's, you know what? It's not even funny how better it is. A lot of people that I know that bought it for 360 said that it was a lot better when they installed it to their system. Like, put it on the hardware. Mm. Well, the, the PC has extra features, too. Ah. Uh. So, uh, you know, Fusion and I were just sort of talking kibitz before we kicked into this recording. Apparently, on the website, this used to be um, apparently a game that was supposed to come out for PS3. It was, yeah, it was originally coming out on, on PC, PS3, and Xbox 360. and uh, Never did. Never came out on PS3, and it's, it's kind of still listed on the website, which is fun. It's like, you know, it's like the, how like, the, the original website for Space Jam is still online, right? It looks like a total like, GeoCities page and stuff. It looks horrible. Nice. But it's still there. Kind of like that, only slightly more polished. So here's what we're going to do. You, like we've uh, already mentioned, you've got to follow us on Twitter. You've got to mention in the hashtag remnant to at Gamer Escape on Twitter. And that's how you're going to win yep. this week's copy of uh, The Last Remnant. Free games from Gamer Escape Podcast. Enjoy, guys. Um so that brings us into our, of course, uh, next little bit of GamerEscape.com uh, news, which is, of course, we're continuing on with our uh, poster giveaway. This is week number 13. Ooh, almost done. Yeah? Are we almost done. at 14? Like, once we hit 14, it's over. We have, we have, we're giving away one for a uh, week of 13 questions and a week of 14 questions. And then maybe, maybe we'll do some bonus stuff. Yeah? Maybe. Go back to, like the favorites, like you know, everyone. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I hope so. I do enjoy, uh, you know, the fact that uh, you still haven't shipped me my poster. Haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm getting the contest ones out first. You'll get yours. Okay. Okay. All right. You'll get it. I'm looking forward to. I have a room, uh, of course. Uh, those of you that have been tuning in the past, I have a room. <laughs> Those of course. Of the last few weeks, of course, you know, Good to know, just started renovating my home a couple of weeks ago, and you know, I'm hopefully going to be getting in there in January. So I'm going to have a room in that house where I will have, you know, my stuff on the wall, and, and I'm looking forward. I got a space in mind for this poster, so I'm hoping that I get it. So there you go. Yeah, you'll get uh, it. Guess Eventually. what, Eugen? What bursty? Do you know what that that was right there? Our indigestion. Ch- our cherry just got popped. <laughs> um, our email cherry just got popped uh, this week, actually. Uh, so here we are. It's episode five. We got our first email. Wow. Uh, Gamer Escape. Uh, no, what did we do? It's GEP at GamerEscape.com. Yeah. Uh, that's our email. Of course, if you haven't uh, had a chance to yet, uh, you know, you may want to, you know, I, I think that he may have just opened a can of worms here. Uh, our first email comes from Irritable Bowels, uh, <laughs> a longtime listener, I think, of Aetherite Radio, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Hmm? Is, is Irritable Bowels not um, a listener of Gamer? Of, uh, I can't remember. 
It's either and it's and it's I it seems so the name sounds so familiar. The name is so familiar. I feel like it's it's and I've I've done so many shows over the years, right? So I've probably done over three hundred shows, I would think, right? Well, episodes of shows and you know, yeah, you're kind of a podcast veteran. Yeah, yeah, you've been around for a while. Um, anyways, this is what he had to say. So he said, "Hey guys, I'm enjoying the new podcast." Did you get your cherry popped? Yes, it did. You better call us the next day. That's all I have to say. Um, (laughs) If so, I'm fine with sloppy seconds or thirds. Um, I also got a Wii U. (laughs) What was that sound? It was like, you know. It was terrible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, it's the face the monkey makes on Family Guy. He got a Wii U also. He says, there's no games I want to buy yet. So I'm trying a few out from Gamefly. Um, all I have to say is, is, is okay, I, I know I, I've probably brought out, and I guess in a few episodes, some of the great things about Canada. We don't have Gamefly up here. It's so weird. You guys, you guys get steelbooks for everything, though. I know. I was telling you that when uh, Super Mario U came out, I was like, hey, man, I got this, like, steel book for free. I'm like, do you think, like, it might be a collectible or anything? And you were, you were saying that, yeah, I, I guess it could be because. Well, here, because we don't, we don't get those, those kinds of things here. Yeah. Well, so anyway. I mean, it, I mean some, some retailers, are, retailers will do. Um, I, th- I think Best Buy did, like, a steel book for, for Dark Knight Rises or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, like, like that was the other thing. I have the uh, I, I was uh, doing some peeking under the Christmas tree. Remember we talked about before uh, that was on my wish list for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did some tapping of some of the boxes and one of them sounds pretty metal. So mm-hmm. I think it's under the tree. Um, as far as uh, su- new Super Mario Bros. Uh, U goes, there's no way I'll pay 60 bucks for that. Uh, that's too bad because I, I was, you know, I, I like I like Super Mario Brothers. U. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, especially if you wanted something that's like, you know, uh, like a launch title that, that was good and, you know, entertaining for more than a day. Yeah, I, I figured it was pretty good. But mm-hmm. anyway, so it goes on and says, it's probably fun, but come on. Super Mario World came out like 20 years ago, and it looks pretty similar. This should have been a pack-in. Of course, they can make a lot of money selling it separately. So, um, yeah. I know. Well, Nintendo Land was the pack-in. Yeah. Nintendo Land was the pack-in. And, and Unless you're in Europe because they had a zombie U bundle. Did they? I'm sure. Yeah, they did. No pretty cool found that out like a week because they it came out there like a week after we got it and i was like man that would have been nice because that's one of the games i still need to pick up right i want to try zombie U. I but um you know it was back that uh, reminds me i think it was at um i want to say e3 this year um when reggie fees and me came out on stage and he was talking about mario he said you know the thing with mario is people keep telling us to change it but but to keep it the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean it's it's very much like the the original, you know, Super Mario World, and I I really like that because I like Super Mario World. Um, and right. then you know they have the the coin challenges and all that stuff built in on top of that, so that's cool. I was intrigued here because you know I I just had to go and look after this. I, I went online here. I just googled this. Super Mario World's release date officially was November twenty first, nineteen ninety. I still remember that game like it was yesterday. I can't believe it's been like 22 oh. years since that game was out. That's crazy. 
Look at the. You know who the producer was? Take a guess. Miyamoto. Yeah, Miyamoto. Uh, director Takashi Tezuka. Wow. Some of these guys, have, of course, been around forever. You know, especially if you think of Nintendo nostalgia. Like they, 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 they were on the, the development team of Dirt. Yeah. Like Miyamoto's been around. I'm not talking about like that racing game. Like, like actual like Dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's an old, it's an old joke. See, these are some of the titles too that like. The re-release was on Wii's Virtual Console. Like, you could get Super Mario World on the Wii uh, Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. Do they have stuff like that on the Wii? I haven't looked. i got to go on and look. It's No, the the, the Wii U store. Um, it's just Wii U games. They don't have Virtual Console yet. I wish they would figure that out because having a boot into the Wii OS is stupid. Yeah, it just seems kind of like... It's very stupid. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, if I want to play a Wii, like a virtual console game that I've purchased and transferred over to it, I should have to reboot into a different OS. I should be able to just launch it. Yeah. Like, I have, uh, that's the only version of Majora's Mask I have is on my Wii. Mm. So when I transferred it over, it's like, you know, <laughs> I don't want yeah. to do that. That's a task and a half to have to get. And the, and the store um, balances are different, too. Like, I have, like, 400 points left in my Wii store. But it doesn't show up in the Wii U store because they're different. Wow. It's a, it's like, what? Oh, I hope they fix it with a patch. I really do. Yeah. I, you know what? I think at the same time, though, it's probably the first time they've ever had to do something like that. You know, but it's the first time they've done a lot of things like, you know, made an HD console or, you know, made actual IDs for people, you know? Yeah. So ah, I guess I guess it works. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. They can definitely do quite a bit more to get it working, like, you know, quite smoothly. Like, you think, like, even, like, the the new, uh, what's it called? The new Xbox experience, NXE, I guess is what they named it. Um, you know, since they've made it look pretty much like a carbon copy of, of Windows 8, it's, you know, like the, the sort of dashboard there. Like, I, I don't know. I, I've totally enjoyed the 360 way more with the new sort of interface compared to the original. Mm-hmm. The original was way slower and everything just seemed like it was all just sort of lag. So I'm sure like they're going to figure out a way to sort of maximize the Wii, the Wii U a little bit better. I'm sure that's probably why they came out with it so soon. They're hoping that they get a jump on people. Well, they want to get a jump on the next uh, Sony and Microsoft consoles. Yeah. Well, if you look at it, I mean, 360 did that too, right? They launched theirs, what, probably two years or a year before PS3? Yeah, but at least that technology was comparable to what followed. Yeah. Well, to be. The the Wii U is them catching up to, like, this general, like, to the PS3 and the 360. The Wii U still has a higher ceiling than the 360 and the PS3. Yeah. So, I mean, with the, like, the touch technology put into it, and probably some of the patents they've grabbed, they can probably, I would think, get a good foothold on like the uh, not the exclusives market, but you know, like the pretty much like the big, big title companies, you know, like EA and and sort of Activision, those companies like that. Like I guarantee you, they'll probably have a lot of the development happening for their console before you know the new. Right. PS4 or 360 or 720, I guess is what they're going to call it. Eh? Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So they should have been a pack in. Of course, there's, yeah, they, they are probably making a lot of money on the Mario. You can't doubt that. No. Yeah. That's, you know, my, my aunt, uh, 
<laughs> she uh, she of course got a Wii U around the same time I did when I got the deluxe, and uh, she said to me, she goes, "What are the games I should get?" And I said, "Well, there's really only like you know a handful that are out there right now." She's like, "Well, what could I get?" She got the white Wii U, so mm-hmm. of course I just said to her, "I'm like, well, you know, your son's 32, he definitely wants the Mario game." <laughs> He definitely wants, you know, probably um, what else did they tell her? Oh, she she went and bought Nintendo Land because it didn't come with his. So right, so that's basically what he's getting for Christmas. So I mean, you got to figure it's it's like that. I'm sure for a lot of people. So I'm sure Nintendo's making their money. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've got some shout outs that I've uh, I've lined up here. Uh, you know, some of you that are in the uh, in the the live chat lounge here. Uh, you know, sorry if we forget you. We can't get to everybody. We can only do a few a show. So, um, of course, uh, our first honorary members of the uh, GEP Republic that we've uh, we've talked about are um, Jylath. Of course, uh, Jylath has been uh, actually actively posting on the Gamerscape uh, podcast forums on the Gamerscape page. So, thank you to that. Shout out to you, uh, Irritable Bowels. Of course, you get the uh, the email Cherry Victor. Um, you know, your award is in the mail. Take a look for it uh, to be coming to you hopefully before Christmas. Uh, Manny, uh, of course, uh, if you look, anytime we've been posting uh, the GEP episodes on Twitter, uh, Manny's one of the first to obviously retweet, retweet us. So thank you, Manny. Shout out to you. Uh, we've got some Guildwork fans um, in Valoth, of course, who's in the live chat right now. Uh, Garota. Um, who's of course a good link shell friend of mine and he's been tuning in I think to every episode so far um, of course uh, Narbzilla and uh, Colossus I just grabbing those two off the top of my head since I, I know the two of you are in the in the live chat as well um, and then of course uh, Carletta can't forget about Carletta she stuck around all no. day she's been here for like five hours between mm-hmm. between PFA and GEP she's here God, all night have we been here for five hours? wow have we? Well, I don't know. Probably like it's, you're the one throwing these numbers out. Don't look at me. Just making this stuff up. Probably because it's episode five. We're just we're just stretching this stuff out now. I don't know if Narb's in there. Narb's probably not in the chat now. He was, he's been following us on Guildwork all night though. So mm-hmm. yeah. See, so I guess it is kind of worth it to post. I see. I've been posting stuff on Guildwork, and you get kind of like mixed responses on there, right? Cause you get the, like the diehard final fantasy 11 fans on there. Cause it's primarily a, an 11 site, right? You're getting some people starting to use it for 14 now, but you know, I'm, I'm getting used to, you know, how to post stuff on there properly now. So I, I made some mistakes my first couple of weeks, but you know, thanks for, uh, you know, the people that are tuning in off guild work and through Twitter. And of course, people that uh, are using the gamerscape.com uh, website uh, to its full potential. We appreciate all that. So, yeah. That's my that's my kibitz. Word. That's my shoutouts. It's already that time. Um, of course, uh, you know, just to sort of give a recap, uh, make sure to tune in next week. We are going to go over the top ten games of 2012. Um, you know, and we'll even have a few honorable mentions we'll throw in there. Uh, we are now on iTunes, so you want to make sure that you uh, subscribe to us. I think we have had some people starting to, anyways. Uh, rate us because I've seen give us reviews. Yeah, we need some we need some reviews on there. I, I know it takes time. I know it takes time out of your day, and a lot of you don't have the time, you know, to just spare. Uh, even if you're typing in like just the word "awesome," like that means <laughs> to us. <laughs> you know, if you're you're typing in something like crap, then well, what are we supposed to do? Like, you know, it's your opinion. You're entitled to it. Hope you guys are enjoying the show so far. Um, 
you know, if you want to email us, you know, you want to, you know, have some sloppy seconds, you can get a hold of us at GP <laughs> at GamerEscape.com. Um, our Twitter handle, of course, uh, that we use quite actively, uh, not only to uh, post and sort of advertise for the stuff that we have on our homepage, but as well as uh, communicate when we're doing these live episodes and giving away free games um, at Gamer Escape. You're going to want to make sure you subscribe to it. Um, because, of course, uh, if you haven't already, then you didn't get a chance to win the game. Quantum Conundrum. Um, it's already out. It's already out. Code so, is already gone. Code is already gone. Somebody won? Somebody did win. What? It was uh, Colossus. Nice job, Colossus. Um, so, yeah, not only did you get a shout-out on tonight's show, he got a free game, too. Yeah, you have, you have a DM waiting for you, so uh, plug that in and, and make sure that it works. Yeah, it should. So should shouldn't be a problem. That's for Steam. So, um, of course, uh, I have a Twitter account as well. You can get a hold of me at s bursty s p e r s t y, and you are Fusion. I am Rafflederg r o f l d r g. Yeah. So uh, make sure to take a look at us on uh, Twitter. There, you tweet quite a bit more actively than I do. I gotta. I do. Yeah. I gotta watch what I tweet because I got students, eh, and they find me, and they just, they just. Air, <laughs> you can't just live anymore. They're just always there. So, I'm, uh, you know, a little bit more conservative on Twitter, but of course, uh, I try to put up some stuff on GamerEscape.com now. So, just got some stuff up there and everything. So, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, thanks for hanging out in the lounge once again for the for those that are in there. Um, that's about it for this week's episode, right, Fusion? Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna get out of here and. Have a good night, and hopefully we'll see you next week as we get closer to the holidays and our top 10 games of 2012. Take care, guys. See ya.